Let the chips all special Shine a light on me Oh yeah Shine a light on who? Shine a light on whom? Aloha Biscuiteers! They're going crazy in the studio today. As they should. We broadcast live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater at 333 Dairy Road, and it is time to start jumping on the gravy train. That's right, you got it dialed in to KAKU 88.5. We're streaming live on the airwaves. On the airwaves. On the Facebook. And recorded on TV. Hey! And now on Spotify and Apple, whoa! Yeah, so if you have Apple Podcasts or if you have Spotify, we're going to be posting all the episodes on there from now on. There's uh, a couple old episodes on there, but yeah. uh, from this point on, mm. it's going to be available on Spotify. All right, Chuck Sauce, we are Biscuits and Gravy. You are Vincent Fody. What Vincent a lovely Fody. show we have for us today. By the way, I just want to let everybody know, if Quirky Gardner... Friend of the show. Thank Corky you very Gardner much. That's really nice. Is Thank listening. you. I just want to let her know that I'm eating a egg McMuffin available at McDonald's. She knows how much I love McDonald's. What are you munching on there? Spam musubi. Spam musubi. Mm. Um, you know, some people are like violently repulsed by the sound of people eating. Todd Berry, friend of the show, <laughs> repulsed by Re- people eating. Rep- <laughs> by people eating or the sound of people eating? Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. I know he really doesn't like egg salad. He does not like egg salad. Stinky egg salad. <laughs> mm. He is a friend of the show, though. Yeah. Good I ate egg Todd salad Bear. yesterday, and this morning my poop smelled like a deli. So. Interesting. Well, Corky Gardner is just tuned out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, let's... Uh... Let's what? Yeah, I got a question for you, Chuck. What is what? biscuits and gravy? Oh, such a great question. Uh, and, we got and a, you ask qu- clearly the smartest guy in the room. We've got a lot of new biscuits listeners. And gravy is home cooked conversation. Biscuits and gravy is mean? radio smothered and covered. I don't know what that means. Biscuits and gravy is cooking and comedy. <laughs> we are comedians. We are Maui's own power up comedy. And I'm funny. You're funny. And we come into the studio once a week to talk about food. To make jokes about people. Right. To be completely insensitive about religions because they're stupid. Uh huh. To talk I'm about lizard you. people who totally exist. Uh huh. To show people that the New World Order is trying to take over America. Speaking of which, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Jeffrey Epstein on Conspiracy Cookbook Ooh, later. Ooh, baby. So grab your tinfoil hats, baby. And biscuits and gravy. You cannot give up on the gravy, guys. And uh, people can give us a call. If you're listening to us live while we're recording, you can give us a call, 808-873-3435. We want to hear from you. We want to know where's your favorite place to eat on island. What TV what shows are you watching? That's report. What TV shows are you watching right now? Who's your favorite comedian? What's, what's your favorite biscuit? Mm. It's 2020. It's the year of the biscuit. 2020, we, year of the biscuit. We want to hear about biscuits. Can you put uh, gravy on pasta? Oh, my Lord. More about that A question that, that has been dividing the nation. A tale as old as time. Uh, and uh, let's just talk about some dates up front. Uh, every Tuesday, we have an open mic over at Mulligan's. Gee-hoo! 
So if you're on island, Mulligan's on the blue every Tuesday night from like 9.30 to 11. 9 to 11. You we know, do an open mic. Show up early if you want to be harassed by the staff. A uh, friend of the show, Craig Gass, was on last week. Yeah, And uh, I heard that the uh, the Craig Gass shows went really well over they at did. Pro Arts. Yeah, really, really funny. Um, you, you guys did the Valentine's Day and the post-Valentine's uh-huh. Day shows. I did a roast and I made fun of people and I was really funny. And I mean. saw Ted's roast, friend of the show, Ted Anderson. Yeah. He posted his roast online and uh, I gotta say, it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he made some reference to you and a raccoon washing a grape in a stream. <laughs> Thought that was pretty funny. And uh, you got any other any other uh, comedy dates coming up? Yeah, we got a friend of the show, Sammy Obey. Oh, he's coming back? He's coming back, baby, to celebrate a Netflix release. That's right, Sammy Obeyed, going to be on Netflix. Wait, he's getting a Netflix special? He's getting a Netflix show, actually. A show? He's a co-host of a show on Netflix. Wait, what do you mean co-host? There's like two people, and they interview 100 people. Oh. Yeah. Like a man on the street type thing? or uh, It's called 100 Minds, I believe. Interesting. And that is with friend of the show, Sammy Obeyed. And we have two shows with him right now. One on March 11th, a Wednesday, at the historic Taco Bell Amphitheater, oh, a.k.a. Cool. Pro Arts. That's nice. I'll, get, and I'll be there because it's a Wednesday. We also have one on uh, Friday the 13th at Vibe. And then, uh, also in March, December 20th and 21st, uh, I will be opening for Dustin Ibarra. Whoa. Dustin Ibarra. Dustin Ibarra? Yeah, he's been on a couple episodes of Californication. You may have seen him on Gotham or in the movie Us. He also did a voice on Rick and Morty. No way. Yeah, so he's coming to the EL Theater, and uh, I'll be opening up for him two nights in a row. Fun shows at the EL Theater. And uh, just again, Sammy Obeyed show, it's going to be called 100 Humans, and it's 100 hearty souls from diverse backgrounds participate in playful experiments exploring age, sex, happiness, and aspects of being a human being. 100 Humans was also uh, something that I saw on the menu at the Lizard People restaurant that I went to. Ooh, Lizard People restaurant. <laughs> it's right next to the presidential quiz now. Eating babies. <laughs> I got a question for you, Chuck. What's going on? I, I'm so glad you asked me what's going on. I know it's been on the mind of all our listeners all morning, plaguing all the true biscuitiers. Everybody that's been riding the gravy train, they all want to know what's going on, Chuck. Well, it's been what's a busy going on world in the mattress industry. As you know, President's Day Oh, weekend, President's Day is the big mattress whatever day. whatever reason... Uh, President's Day and Martin Luther King Day are some of the biggest mattress sales we've ever had. So those are like the uh, back-to-back heavy hitters of mattress sales. Yeah, every day this week has been like a week of sales in a day. It's been that busy. Wow. And then Why? the rest of the month, I don't know, man. I don't know. Why? Because you can save $100 on a Tempur-Pedic. George so. Washington's birthday means Huge mattress. savings. Yep. Step one, George Washington's birthday. Step two, question mark. Mm. Step three, profit. Yep. And then (laughs) step one through three, four, make you fall in love with me. And then also, uh, Uh, for all you uh, service industry people out there, all you restaurant workers, we had uh, Valentine's Day. Whoa. Which is also one of the busiest days of the year. Yeah. Can I just say, guys, don't go to a restaurant on Valentine's Day. I know that you want to take your date out somewhere nice and you want to do something low pressure. Celebrate the week before Valentine's Day. And then Celebrate on Valentine's the week Day, before. 
Open up a bottle of wine. On Valentine's Day. Put on an episode of Biscuits and Gravy. You don't even have and to. eat some charcuterie. <laughs> put on, get in the tub, light some candles, mm-hmm. get out your crochet kit from yep. Jim Croce's crochet kit, and uh, in, put on a little Biscuits and Gravy, mm. and uh, sit in the tub with your uh, with your significant other. Yep. Maybe crochet her up something nice. I like to uh, keep my tub pretty hot. So I actually have a big sous vide thing. I stick it in the tub and I cook the food in with me. Not like just like a, a cheap version of a hot tub. It's a hot tub, but it cooks my food. And you. And my nuts. Do you like get into a big plastic bag and sit in the tub <laughs> and cook yourself sous vide style? <laughs> I, I've noticed that you have been looking more tender lately, Jay. I, I am. I'm very <laughs> You've tender. You've been cooking in your own juices. <laughs> You can say that again. If you can't see Chuck right now, he's falling off the bone, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Oh, Oh. goodness. I hear that noise, everybody. Everyone at home, that noise can be one thing and one thing only. It's time for our first segment of today's show. Today's show is presented in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Michael Douglas's Fur Burgers. Warning. May cause throat cancer. And also by Pierce Brosnan's earrings go from golden eye to golden ear. Get pierced with Pierce Brosnan's earrings. And of course, let's not forget John Ham's pork products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. It's not pork. Mm. Anything else you want to read? Are you looking up stuff about Jeffrey Epstein? No. I'm talking about last week, a little bit of follow up. I I saw a picture of a Jazane Maxwell. No, that was actually Kid Rock. With the <laughs> Benny Hanna founder, Rocky, Rocky Oki. We talked about last week a little bit about his embezzling. Are we doing uh, corrections today? Uh, but this week. We're also, did you know more. Jake Gyllenhaal not going to be at the, at the uh, Gyllen- Cannery Mall I know. this Wednesday? It's actually next Wednesday. Yeah. So he's going to be at the Cannery oh, it's Mall. it's not the day after tomorrow. From 9 a.m. to. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. He's going to be there all day. Jake Gyllenhaal. Wow. Brother Hall. of Maggie Gyllenhaal of Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. She's voted best supporting actress. Best supporting actress. Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Now, did you know, we talked about Benihana last week. That's a Japanese tempanyaki style table where they have the knives and they throw stuff away. And they like make onions light on fire and stuff. He was a porn producer. Wait, that what? That liked to sample his own products. <laughs> He watched himself in... Yeah, dude. So listen... You, or he was a producer. In most states... So he would produce in porn most, and then he would watch them. And a porn financier. So he used his Benihana bucks for people to get buck naked and just ram jam a lang. Benihana's the restaurant where they put stuff in people's mouth? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can see how that would translate. Ooh. What if they had like a Benihana porn where oh, it's just... My Lord. Where it's just like... Naked chicks flipping shrimp into into other naked guys' mouths. Wow, I would watch that. I would. I mean, why not? I mean, that would be like it mixes the two worlds I love so much. Like if they had like a Benihana strip club where it was just the same thing as Benihana, but it's like, but everybody was naked. I want the strippers using their butts to flip the shrimp in my mouth. <laughs> I don't think I want that. And they they have the, the trick where they can blow out the candle. Yeah. <laughs> that's gross. I feel like there would be a lot of like hot oil splatter. Well, that's why you pay the big bucks. Uh, did you ever cook naked? Yeah, all the time. I mean, it's a uh, it's a good idea and in now theory. This looks like bacon. But then, 
after a while, you start realizing, I really should have some protection. Mm -hmm. Maybe just naked with, like, an apron. Also a cute idea. Very sexy. Uh Uh-huh. That would be my Valentine's Day present. I just uh, don't get oil all over the place when I cook. Hold on. My girlfriend's texting me. Uh, my that, girlfriend's texting that was me a also. Lie. She says she's putting on the apron right now. Ooh, baby. So we'll so say. So let's play that background music and jump into today's first segment. Morningwood is brought to us by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to Loggins. Morningwood is presented in part by our lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. And let's not forget Brad Pitt's peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. So uh, I don't know if you knew this, Chuck. Uh, Did you hear about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that came out? I did. I heard it was a disaster while they were in production. They had to re-edit it four times. And then they got Jim Carrey to be the bad guy. What happened? Well, Jim Carrey was already the bad guy. So everybody knows the the main villain from Sonic the Hedgehog is Dr. Robotnik. Uh Uh-huh. Also known as Eggman in Japan, Ooh. or yeah, he was known as Eggman, and then when they brought it over to America, they changed his name to Doctor Robotnik. So they made they decided to make a live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie, right. starring the guy from Thirty Rock. Remember the guy who was Liz Lemon's boyfriend? At oh the, yeah, who she ended up marrying, and they adopted the kids. Whoa. at the end of Thirty Rock, that was the end of Thirty Rock. Yeah, <clears throat> um, that was uh, the guy who was in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, the live action one. And when they made the 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 CGI Sonic, they made him look terrible, dumb. They're a bunch of dumb dumbs over there in Sonic. And it's like, why didn't you just make him look like Sonic the Hedgehog? They made him. It looked like they emaciated. It looked Sonic. like a guy in a poorly constructed Sonic the Hedgehog costume. And it it's looked like, like if you're a gonna... B-rate porn company trying to make a Sonic the Hedgehog porn, it looked but like... skate around copyright issues. It looked like it. It looked like a guy in a Sonic the Hedgehog costume. Where it's like, if you're gonna go through all that all that effort to do the CGI, why would you do a CGI that looks like a guy in a Sonic the Hedgehog costume? Why not just get a guy in a Sonic the Hedgehog costume? So of course, as soon as the trailer came out. People were horrified. There's a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan base, um, which also has a lot of um, I'm looking at like, the cast fan... for Sonic the Hedgehog right now. Jim Carrey, Dr. Eggman. Okay. Right? Uh, Tom Wachowski, James Martian. Everyone else in the movie. I think bunch Tom of, Wachowski is the guy bunch from of, 30 yeah, Rock. Bunch of no-names and no-gooders in here. All right. So anyway... Um, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog, as soon as it came out, people were like, this looks terrible. So they actually went back and they spent about, I think it was three or four million dollars to re-CGI the Hedgehog and make Sonic look better. And uh, he actually ended up looking a lot better. He looked like Sonic the Hedgehog. What does this have to do with Morningwood? Well, I'm getting to that. Mm. And then um, the movie just came out and apparently... Yeah, uh, it uh, came out to good reviews. People what? were actually like, everybody was expecting it to be like this kind of snakes on a plane thing. Like everybody wanted to was expecting it to be really bad. So a lot of people went to go see it to okay. see how bad it was. But it was actually people were saying, hey, this is actually pretty good. And I mean, come on, Jim Carrey is Doctor Robotnik. I'd go watch it just for that. I uh, used to own a bootlegged version of Snakes on a Plane back when. Uh the world was still terrible, so you got bootleg movie theater mo- movies, but you could download them online. Right. That's the well, Snakes they, you the still can get those. So I downloaded it online, and what made this movie great is that the 
movie audience on was the urban really side. into the movie. So it was like a whole nother background dialogue. <laughs> and somebody literally threw their popcorn in the air oh, when man. the dude's penis got bit by the snake. I would. I Yeah, that's the least <laughs> I would throw in the air. So speaking of getting bit by the snake, uh, how does this whole Sonic the Hedgehog story... How does Sonic the Hedgehog tie into Morningwood? Well, as you mentioned before, you know how you said it looked like a porn company doing a low-budget Sonic the Hedgehog that porn. That is what I said. Well, guess what just came out recently? Your what? Was a porn parody of Sonic the Hedgehog. No way. Yes, they. Is they he catching re- a bunch of? I can't even say it. <laughs> rings, rings. So is they, he, man. So sweets. Why won't they let me say that word anymore? Because we're trying to be good today. Because we were so bad. We're on last a nonprofit week. educational radio <laughs> show. This is in our, the heart of this downtown. Is technically, educational. So, um, you you'll be happy to hear that uh, the. Who guess who plays Sonic the Hedgehog? April O'Neil, a good friend, O'Neil. our old friend April O'Neil. Wow, of course, named after a Na- TMNT character. Named after April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She might as well be named after a, a and train, she, though. And she gets did you know this? Be, that April O'Neil also starred in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle porn parody. Whoa! All right, don't look it up yet. I'm literally looking it up now. Don't look it up, Chuck. Hand me your phone. Hand me your phone. All right. I just said porn. don't look it up. I'm looking up porn and you Jesus. know it. I don't. The reason I don't want you to look it up is because I've got a brand new game for you to play. Oh, my Lord. I <laughs> went I went through all of the April O'Neil's appearances in the porn parody movies of other of other uh, of other movies and TV shows. Yeah, you're, for those of you not watching, he has the most amount of carpal tunnel. And. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just was wondering if you're ready to play our new game. Name that parody. Name that parody. I'm ready, guys. So name that parody no. is when I tell you a film that was parodied. Okay. And you tell me if you can. You see if you can name what the porn parody name was. And those of you, you can play at home, whether you're in your car, at home, or at work, or babysitting, or in school, whatever. This is nonprofit daytime educational radio stuff right here. Get the whole family involved. <laughs> it's time to play along with Name That Parody. Name That Parody. All right, so let's start off with the first one, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. All right. If you were if you were making a porn parody of Sonic the Hedgehog, what would you name it? Um, let's see here. Sonic the Getting Railed Hedgehog? No. Okay. Oh, I have to name? Oh, okay. I don't have a multiple choice or anything? No. Oh. Just what would you name it? Uh, Sonic the Blowhog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, it was Sonic the Vagog. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sonic getting hogged. Sonic the Vagog. Uh, or, or also Sonic the Huge Hog, I think, would also be good. <laughs> you think Sonic the Huge Hog would go through? If you think, all right. Well, that's if Sonic was being played by a guy, but it's not. It's being played by April O'Neil. What? Uh, who does not have a huge hog? Uh, okay, here's a here's another one. She Hold was also on. in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there, porn parody. Is there a fox in it in the Sonic the Hedgehog parody? Oh, you mean like tails? Yeah, uh, like getting tails. Yeah, or like they could do the thing where the the it comes out like there's a an area and you're behind. You know you what? I'll the... just have to watch it and yeah. and let you know. I'll report on that next week. 
Okay. Okay. She was also in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, porn parody. Okay, which is called Teenage Mutant Ninja Squirtles. Well, that would be a good one. Oh, see. <laughs> It's not called Teenage Mutant Ninja Squirtles. <laughs> it's called Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles available on Pornhub now. Okay, here's an easy one. Game of Thrones. She was in the Game of Thrones parody. Game of Bones. Game of Bones is absolutely correct. We all know that one. Gee-hoo. April O'Neil played the tight walker. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, folks. Oh my lord! <laughs> Who played Hodor? Quirky is not happy right now. <laughs> Quirky should work for the FCC. <laughs> uh, okay, she was in a Doctor Who porn parody. What do you think the name of the Doctor Who parody was? Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Doctor Who. <laughs> Is that a, about a traveling box? <laughs> I'm sure. It, I'm sure there's a magic box in there somewhere. Oh Lord! I can't believe you got that. <laughs> Woo! <Ooh>. Okay. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> finally, um, she was in an Aladdin porn parody. Do you know? Can you guess what the name of the Aladdin porn parody was? Uh, April O'Neil in the Aladdin porn three-time parody. Three-time AVN award winner, uh, Boxum brunette. She plays both a teen and a milf in the same DVD. Sometimes she's she was she's in got a porn range. Par- she's, she's got very, range. Got, she's very flexible. <laughs> she can really spread her skills around. <laughs> okay, uh, Aladdin porn parody. Aladdin porn parody. Is it one word? Yes. Okay. An Aladdin porn parody. What would you name your Aladdin porn parody? What would you name your Aladdin? Side note, the name of the genie was Vagini. <laughs> I don't know. Aladdin? It was Aladdick. Oh, God. <laughs> Not very creative on that one. No, you know what? The porn industry... <laughs> I know we hold them to such high standards, but we should, they some should of those really good, crack are, some the of those are pretty on, good. I think Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I think I think that's a good one. All right, so congratulations, Chuck. You won. Name that parody. Chee-hoo. You get a. You want a bite of an egg McMuffin? I do not. Okay, it's kind of cold. So you know, Denny's applied for a business uh, permit in Westside. Okay, so you weren't at open mic last night, but we were actually. I was doing my Denny's bit, and oh, yeah? uh, we, uh, as I was talking about Denny's, the crowd started shouting out, "We're getting another Denny's!" Yeah, it's coming back to the Westside. So apparently, they're gonna reopen the Denny's over on the Westside. So for those of you that have won a buy one get one free coupon to Denny's from all of our game shows, which is kind of rough because. Uh, it's all the way over there. It's all the way. Like, if I'm drunk enough to eat at Denny's, I'm, I'm definitely, to I'm too drunk to, to drive to Lahaina. So that's sort of a catch-22. Mm. Um, maybe if I'm already on the west side and I'm drunk, like maybe Halloween or something. Catch-22 sounds like a good name for a porno. Catching 22, catch-22 nope, nope, inches. No, 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 I can't believe you guessed Dr. <laughs> <laughs> 
All Morningwood right. today is presented in part by our lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Selma Hayek's Kayaks, paddle from dusk till dawn. Selma Hayek's Kayaks for when you need to cross a river. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. Porn coming in a little blurry, and it's not the 1990s? Check out our good friends at, down at Johnny Depp's Glasses. The best perception <laughs> is Depp perception. And uh, are your parents kicking you out of the house because you're watching too much porn? Well, you may want to check out Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. Are you getting kicked out of movie theaters for watching too much porn? Why don't you check out our good friends down at Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky? Need a shot of protein? <laughs> Nobody knows more about jerked meat than Paul Rubens. A great snack to take to the movies. And maybe when you're done watching porn, you might be in the mood for a sandwich. And if so, you might want to use Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. So side note, I, uh, growing up, I remember when Paul Rubin got arrested, but I couldn't comprehend the exact nature of it. So my mom told me... I was like, what's this? all this about Paul Rubin in the movie theater? Late night talk shows had a field day. And she's like, oh, uh, he didn't like a movie, so he mooned the movie when he was in it. So like, he got arrested for indecent exposure right. for mooning it. And then I was like, well, that's really funny. So there was a house on the corner that was for sale. It had a big rock in it. I mean, the neighborhood kids went there and take turns mooning the traffic. Oh, and yeah. then we got in trouble. And my dad's like, what did you do? And I was like... I did what Paul Rubens did. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a Pee Wee Herman. Oh, by the way, you weren't there last night, but um, <clears throat> Brian Evans was there. Oh, wow. And apparently uh. he's in talks to reopen the Ula in the theater and Ooh. start doing some comedy shows out of there. Wow. Paul Rubens, one of the uh, confirmed acts. Whoa. So uh, if, you're a, if you're a fan of Pee Wee Herman... You might be able to see him here on Maui. Ooh, baby. I don't know when that's going to be, but... Uh, that sounds a lot of, like, hypothetical stuff. It's in the possibly works. possibly happen. <clears throat> What's next on the well, agenda, A guy baby? can dream, can he? Uh, What's next on the gravy train? Let's talk about, uh... How about a little, uh, biscuits and gravy news? Ooh, biscuits and gravy news. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5. This is Biscuits and Gravy. Vince Fody, hot off the biscuit press. What is some gravy news for us? Well, you probably you may have seen this online. There's been, um, you know how um, biscuit they had porn. the the Yanni sound thing. Yeah, and then there was the, uh, the what dress. The, <clears throat> then there was the what colors the dress thing. Uh, is it blue? Is it black? Uh, Does it have stripes? Stupid. Well, the next thing, the the newest thing that's dividing the internet is uh this lady posted a picture <laughs> of it was like a rotelli pasta with gravy with like brown gravy on it and she says the funny thing is that when she posted it she posted this is uh my classic recipe for for pasta and gravy now pasta and gravy i don't you guys really on i like to get good deli meat not good deli meat i like to get deli meat that's on sale leave it in my fridge for a couple days right when it starts to get that nice shine you don't want to leave your deli meat out no, you you got to put, put, put it in the fridge. Put it in the freezer. I'm assuming that you're putting it in the fridge. But I like to do, uh, I like egg uh, noodle pasta, gravy, and like uh, Eggman pasta. Yeah. Little Dr. Robotnik pasta. But uh, the world is going cray-cray, and Vincent Foti is going to fill us in and why. Well, you know, Italians will sometimes refer to a marinara sauce as gravy. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, my mom's making the Sunday gravy over hey, here. Hey, yo. Oh. Hey, you need a little pasta and some gravy. Mm. 
But that's not when they're ref- when they say gravy, they're not referring to like a brown gravy. Nope. Like a like a, a beef gravy. gravy. They're referring to marinara sauce. Yeah. Which is Ugh. which is uh what goes on pasta. Yep. Now this lady posted a picture of like a pasta with brown gravy on it. And she's like, This is my classic recipe for pasta and gravy. Mm-hmm. To which people said there's no su- there, there's no such thing as a classic recipe for pasta and gravy because pasta and gravy is not a thing. It totally to, is. To which a lot of people responded, "Why, yes, it is a thing." As a matter of fact, I eat pasta and gravy all the time. I eat pasta and gravy three meals a day, and uh, I don't think I've ever eaten pasta and brown gravy. Oh, you've never have? I've never. That's a total Chuck Thompson. Now I was. I mean, that sounds like the most I like white trash meal you could what possibly I call it. eat. I call it Thanksgiving. White trash tur- Thanksgiving. <laughs> I do turkey gravy <laughs> it's and like, egg noodles. That's like a $1 meal. And peas and get a 50 turkey cent, deli meat. A 50 cent packet of gravy and a, and a 50 cents worth of pasta. So you buy it all after Thanksgiving, so it's actually four for one turkey gravy. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah. It's Wait, great. turkey gravy? I could see like a beef gravy because it looked like a brown gravy. That one picture. online is definitely a brown gravy. The one I make at home, guys, <clears throat> egg noodles, green peas, turkey deli meat, and turkey gravy, and a lot of cracked pepper. I mean, that sounds like you're adding a lot of stuff to it. Peas and pepper. Peas, pepper. You got some meat in there. This was like a bowl of white pasta with a dollop of gravy on top. Are we getting a phone call? We are getting a phone call. Good morning and aloha. Caller number five. You're live on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Hi, it's Quirky. 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 I'm glad to hear you're still listening to the show. Yeah, I just have a question. Um, What do you think about beef stroganoff? Is that a gravy? I think that's an April O'Neil movie. Beef Stroganoff? Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. beef, stro- <laughs> beef Stroganoff exactly. is definitely exactly. like a... Damn it. Huh? Exactly. Corky. Corky Gardner, Maui's favorite comedian. Corky Gardner, smartest woman I've ever known. Wait, so beef, beef stroganoff, stroganoff is gravy is and pasta. served it's over brown. pasta. So that's just brown yeah. gravy pasta. I guess you're right. I have had beef sour stroganoff. Sour cream, meat, and uh, peppers. Yeah. I guess it's so. It's been done before. It's not new. I guess so, but I mean, what about, what about without the beef, though? Would you just it's, eat... It's just, it's just gravy with beef in it. It doesn't make it not gravy. No, but... Whoa. Well, but... great, But uh, beef stroganoff without the beef is just stroganoff. It's just gravy. It's just, it's just pasta and gravy, right? I don't pasta think... Pasta and gravy. I rest my case, all right? Think about it. I gotta go. Whoa, mic drop. Corky Gardner just <laughs> mic dropped us. <clears throat> All right. Well, I, I, oh, you took my phone. It's, I was like, uh, <laughs> where is your phone? It's underneath your notebook. Is it? Oh, okay. That was so you couldn't look at April O'Neil during the show. Mm, Chuck well, tends to get distracted. I gonna look up porn. If you need some Adderall, let me know. I know a guy. Today's show is brought to us by Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Make every letter a scarlet letter. Today's show is brought to us in part by Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mm! Tatum. Tatums. Put a little magic in your mouth. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbuns. Let Benedict go to waste. Eddie V asked me last night if we had a a Benedict Cumberbatch sponsorship for cucumbers, and I said, of course we do. It's Benedict Cumberbatch's cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. Obviously, that was like the first one that we got. Because when Benedict Cumberbatch started doing all of his products, cucumbers was like the first obvious go-to. 
little disappointed. Uh, looked up Sonic the Hedgehog pornography. Uh huh. And a uh, lot of cartoons. It's a lot of hentai. Now I don't know if you knew this, but a lot of sisters, bratty sisters. Interrupting me from playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Now I don't know if you knew this, but there's there's two very weird offshoots of the Sonic the Hedgehog um, like uh, community, like fan base. One has a very a very deep running uh, vein of like <laughs> you're telling me pornography. Like for some reason, there's a lot of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog fan porn. Nine hundred and nine results. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, and and, and it's very like there's Sonic website. the Hedgehog. I've seen Sonic the Hedgehog like foot fetish stuff, where it's just Sonic's Sonic wearing socks. And uh, first of all, you know how fast Sonic runs? His socks have to be gross, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Sonic's shoes and socks gotta be pretty rank at this point. Plus, I've never seen him change his socks. There's also Sonic Vore, which you know what Vore is. We've talked about that on the show before. What's Vore? Vore is when is porn that involves people being eaten. Oh right, uh, What's with the quicksand. Most one? a lot of times that they're being eaten whole, like by a giant, you know, or they're being swallowed by like a giant snake. A few sexy facts about me. Okay, at least she said facts. Yeah, sexy facts about Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's plug that in for later. Uh, so, yeah, for some reason, Sonic the Hedgehog has just been one of those things that people have really run wild with. But <laughs> there's also there's also a, a large offshoot of Christian Sonic the Hedgehog. Disgusting. Cri- which Those Christians would take something like Sonic the Hedgehog and ruin it. And ruin it with their disgusting... Religious... That makes my stomach turn. But is Sonic the Hedgehog catching <clears throat> a bunch of crosses? Yeah, it's like Sonic. It's like a picture of Knuckles holding the Bible. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> Which I don't understand how that makes any oh, sense my at all. Lord. Well, you know, uh, like like most pedagogy, you have to uh, get kids while they're young if you're going to indoctrinate them about the Christianity. I'm about to vomit at my microphone. <laughs> I know it's. I didn't say it was right, I don't, Chuck. We got to cut this uh, religious segment out. I don't want to gross out our guests. All right. Today's show is brought to us by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Chris Brown's Batteries. Get charged with battery from Chris Brown. And finally by Alexander Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. Wow. Lovely. All right. You think we should take a break? Yeah, totally. Got to pay some bills. Not here at the studio, but I have to pay my credit card bill I online. Buongiorno, signore e signori. Do you like the cooking? Do you like the comedy? How about the cooking? If so, join us every Wednesday at 11 for spaghetti and meatballs. Enjoy segments like a comedy bistro, manja manja, and chocolate the Italian knowledge stallion. So tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WHOP, the voice of a meatballs. And we're back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Is that the broadcast? <laughs> I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vincent Fodi. Together, we are Biscuits and Gravy. Biscuits and Gravy, cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuit and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. 
All right. We do own the rights to that song. For now. <laughs> Until Disney. <laughs> Until Disney buys my song. <laughs> um, speaking of Disney's, let's get into some conspiracies. I have so much for Conspiracy Cookbook today. We're going to finish off today's episode with a little bit of spoiler alert in our lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge <sighs> Buffalo. Buffalo What sound. is Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? That's when Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest person named Chuck in the room Chee-hoo! by answering trivia questions. And don't forget that all you listeners out there can send us your trivia questions and we'll ask them to Chuck. Just email them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's on Spotify. That's on Apple. That's on 88.5. That's on Facebook. And Akaku on TV. Whoa. So send, email us your questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And we'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. Thanks for calling the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy. Take a gravy seat. What's on your biscuit mind? Good morning, boys. It's me, your president. Hey, just in time for Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Cookbook. All right, guys, president, we're going to put you on hold for a second. While we put on the Conspiracy Cookbook song and the Conspiracy Cookbook hat, everyone at home, put on your tinfoil hats. Set your oven to 420, because it's time for Conspiracy Cookbook. Now with Donald Trump, Conspiracy Strikes Back. Donald Trump, what is... The nature of your phone call today, brother. I've got a big conspiracy I want to let you guys know about. Uh-oh, what's that? thing is huge, and the B&G Nation needs to hear this information. Well, let's Spoke give a lot of something people. to talk about. What are we talking about today? A lot, of, a lot of people are talking, a lot of people are saying this, and I believe it's true. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is a Russian sleeper cell. Whoa! Well, he is a socialist, <laughs> so uh, he's he's putting it right out there in the open. And when we and we know that when um, when American politicians collude with Russia, they do it right out in the open for everybody to see. Absolutely, but but it gets even worse <laughs> if he's elected president. When he when he hears the oath of office, it's going to activate him, and he's going to fire a nuke at Canton, Ohio, destroying the football hall of fame. Isn't wow. that, and that's where all the Cantonese people are from, too, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So if he's elected, unfortunately, I'm going to have to stay in office forever. Well, you're doing the Lord's work, because we all love the Football Hall of Fame. And we know that when Bernie Sanders possibly gets elected... Have you ever been to the Football Hall of Fame? No. What, who do I look like? I've been to Canton, Ohio. First of all, I've been to the football Hall of Fame. I've been to the Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. I have a picture of me next to Joe Montana's glove. Football players wear gloves? Yeah. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Come on, Chuck. What, are they afraid of their <laughs> namby-pamby hands getting broken? Uh, President Trump, did you, uh, yes. sp- speaking of football, did you uh, did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes, I did. I watched it. It was a very good game. Very and good game. I know you're a uh, Kansas City uh, fan, <laughs> right? I definitely was pulling for Kansas City. You know why? Why? Because uh, they're from that great state that you love? Absolutely, the great state of Kansas. <laughs> well, Trump, you are the American people's president, and I would say that I would say that probably around half of Americans. Trump's in a giggly mood today. <laughs> around half of the Americans would know that Kansas City is is in, in is Kansas, Missouri. as as our great president has so, stated, and you know, is now fact. We want to be judged in court by people of our peer. We want to be led by someone who's. Uh, 
very average like you when it comes to that. Big hands, average mind. Trump, you are for the people. We don't want any of those socialist nerds elected. Oh, one more thing. Where capitals Before are. you go, Trump, uh, where's Epstein right now? Uh, he's on a different island. He's on a new island. Uh, it's out in the Pacific. Oh, yeah? Is it... Trump, uh, what is your relationship with Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson's a great guy. He's a great guy. He voted for me. What he is your relationship me. with the Rothschilds? Look, they give me money every once in a while, and I, and I really appreciate that. Speaking of child, is right. Epstein involved in the Rothschilds? <laughs> I think you're conflating a few things there, Chuck. Uh, all right. Well, I'm sure President Trump is very busy, so we'll let him go. And uh, thanks for giving us a call, President Trump. Always great to hear from you. Absolutely. i got to go watch Ellen. Have a good day. <laughs> Have a good day. He's here you to make America guy, gravy Bernie, again. totally a communist. 2020, year of the biscuit. Now, you want to talk about Epstein. Bernie Sanders is going to give everybody free biscuits and gravy. 2020, check your uh, gravy zodiac. It's the year <laughs> it's of the, the year biscuit. of the biscuit. Uh, so I have heard. Okay, so there's some new facts came out about Jeffrey Epstein. You ready for this? All right, let's jump back into uh, conspiracy cookbook. Now, whether you are a uh, pink hat wearing uh, snowflake or a MAGA hat wearing conservative. Any Every, true-blooded American is going to really appreciate the everybody. Next everybody agrees on one thing. And that's that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. This is like the one thing that everybody has agreed on. Like sane people, crazy insane people, crazy conspiracy people, Democrats, Republicans. Whether you think everybody people are from another planet, Donald or Trump dimension. and Hillary Clinton, Hillary both, Clinton. Everybody knows one thing, and that's that. We have been lied to about Jeffrey Epstein killing himself. This isn't even like something that's like a, on like a fringe conspiracy. This is like headline news. It's some, something that we know we're being lied to about, and there's just nothing we can do about it. But uh, so there was a lot of weird kind of red flags about his whole death and everything, and um, everybody was like, "Oh, we don't think that he really killed himself. We thought he was. We thought that he was murdered and everything." But now. Some new light has some new information has come to light, and uh, it's starting to look like maybe he didn't even die. Yeah, it's amazing, guys. Because one, we know that nobody saw the body after he died. Yep. Um, nobody was the around six to people see. That saw the video. Uh, five of them have died. One of them <laughs> is the daughter of a former disgraced FBI director James Comey. Comey. Uh, and then... And she uh, lost the tape. There was also no, like, autopsy or anything done. Uh, the coroner's office didn't get to see the body uh, immediately after he died. And... There was this weird, uh, in, like, uh, forensic... You know how they do, like, uh, forensic accounting? Where they kind of, like, trace criminals and their bank accounts and oh, stuff like I'm that? Oh, I'm in a relationship. All I watch is for his forensic accounting <laughs> stuff on TV. <laughs> is, that, is, is Chris Christie a huge fan Chris of that? Chris Christie, huge fan. Uh, so, this forensic accounting, they 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 found out that uh, after, he, after Epstein died, a huge portion of his estate, like uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, got transferred into this bank, which makes sense, right? Because yeah. his... Uh, then we found out, guess whose bank it was? Whose? It was Jeffrey Epstein's bank. And I don't mean it was the bank that Jeffrey Epstein goes to. I mean, it was the bank I that mean, he owned. He owned and operated his own bank, and this is where the money went. And then... After he was dead, a lot, a huge chunk of that money got transferred out of the bank back into his 
uh, into his personal account, and there was a lot of it missing. So what? So, so somewhere out there, Jeffrey Epstein is like at an ATM, just depositing like a hundred million dollars back into his own account, and he's definitely out there. You know there. how like Tupac and Prince before they died, it's like the end of made enough music for like the rest of their <laughs> life. Epstein bought enough sex slaves before he died, so he's just using that money to still purchase. Because this is, guys, everyone jokes about the, the elites and everything. We got to forget. We can't forget. Trump just confirmed he's on an island. I think it's like we can't um, forget Epstein. Hannibal this Lecter. Is a guy. Remember at the end of Silence of the Lambs, or it's just him walking off into the distance in, on a exotic island. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. Maybe he's in Hawaii. Trump said he's on a Pacific island. Ooh, ooh, gross. He could be out here somewhere. Anyway, well, if we get him, if we find him, are we'll bring him to justice. Literally raping 14-year-olds all the time. That's all they're doing. <laughs> all the time. All right. You got anything for Conspiracy Cookbook? I have something else for Conspiracy Cookbook. Friend of the show, Mel Gibson, who has uh, been blacklisted from Hollywood for other conspiracy theories. Uh, like I don't know if you know Jews. this, but his father. Not a big fan of the Jews, Mel Gibson. His father won on Jeopardy. And then took all his money and moved to Australia because America was becoming too soft. And uh, of the Jews, of the Jews, <laughs> and uh, they, you think he's voting for Bernie? They're all also the Gibson family are like Holocaust deniers, mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty bad, actually. Yeah, like, well, Australians scummy. aren't that smart. Well, and. <laughs> <laughs> just making a huge. I mean, but Nicole anyway, Kidman is Australian, and she married Tom Cruise. I know, not a great move. Not a great move, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Speaking of Kidman, so about him and later. Shia LaBeouf. He and are, Shia LaBeouf are making a documentary about the Rothschilds. Uh, and uh, they, do you think it's going to be and like an expose? I want to make a documentary of the documentary. Kind of like the Island of Doctor Moreau has that great documentary on how it was like the worst production movie ever. Where the, the 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 documentary about the making of the movie is actually better than the movie itself. Yeah, exactly. So There's also a documentary about the making of uh, Caddyshack, also. Oh yeah, which apparently was pretty good because good like a huge Caddyshack. There was a lot of shenanigans on the set of Caddyshack. Speaking of movies, I think it's time to get into. We're almost at the end of the show. Yeah, Chuck. dude. Oh, all right, I think it's time. So, guys, just look forward after that. You know, lizard people taking over the universe, destroying our elections, and uh, blacklisted filmmaker Mel Gibson working on Rothschild films with Shia LaBeouf. And it's quite possibly that that it's a dark comedy. It's uh, still in the production right now. It said in that article that you sent me that in, like, the 20s, I think, they made a a movie about the Rothschilds, but it was... The 1920s. The the 1920s? Yes, not the 2020s. But it was so, like, anti-Semitic that it was basically used, um, like, actual excerpts of the movie were cut and pasted into Nazi propaganda. So I have a feeling that... This is going to be less about exposing um, the corrupt uh, banking practices that the Rothschilds are doing and more about anti-Semitism. Oh, you're telling me that Mel Gibson would say something anti-Semitic on film? Wait, but are you saying that wait, Shia, Shia, is Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf is anti-Semite? I don't think so. Look at his hair. Maybe How could he be? Anti- <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, if it's one thing that his career has... Uh, put across is that he's very sane. Well, was he the one in? Uh, was he in like a, a Die Hard Four? 
Live no. free or die hard? No. Will, I was no. talking to Willie Simon. We watched Die Hard on Christmas, and uh, he said he had seen Die Hard one and Die Hard four, but never Die Hard three. Which I Die Hard argue, three has the N word in it a lot. It's it's got a a scene where Bruce Willis is wearing a sandwich is board. Jeremy Irons <laughs> the bad guy in in three. I think he's the bad guy in all of them. Jeremy, or is that not, Alan Rickman? Alan Rickman's the bad guy in the first one. I think uh, Jeremy Irons is the bad guy. He plays Alan Rickman's brother or something, right? Yeah. Who's who's back specifically to take revenge on gold, John McCain? But it's a whole uh, John McCain. Red, yeah, John McCain. John McCain. No, no, no. What's his name in Die Hard? No. <laughs> John McCain. <No. laughs> it's like a Viet- the Vietnamese are back to put him back in the Hanoi Hotel. All right, let's just get into John McClure. John. Ma- What's what's the what's Bruce Willis's name in Die Hard? Tony. Ma, sweets, Mama D. Nobody can help us. They're, they're, Why is it that Pornhub can load like five videos at once? Is there nobody out I there? They left. No, literally. Our John pro, McClane. Pro, John McClane. Okay, not to be confused with war hero, John McCain. All right, hero. let's let's do. Let's get in this. By the way, if you've ever heard the dollop about John John McCain, it's amazing. The dollop on uh, Reagan is amazing too. Oh yeah, Guys, with Pat Oswalt. It's the end of the show. We gotta plow through. Okay, spoiler alert. So uh, don't forget to watch Parasite if you haven't seen it. They make a very delicious noodle dish, and uh, <laughs> I I've been making it. I had to come all the way into town to go to Island Grocery to find Chapaghetti. Which is a type, which is the black bean instant noodle. Yeah. Um, But uh, I made uh, some Ramdan at home. It was very delicious. Ford versus Ferrari. If you haven't seen it, that's one of my favorite of the Oscar movies. Just a really great story about a true story about um, Christian Bale being a race car driver. Nineteen Seventeen was really good. The Joker movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely worth a watch. Joaquin Phoenix. Won an Oscar for playing the Joker, not posthumously. South Park uh, coming back on the air in about a week or two. Oh, yeah. Curve your enthusiasm. Going Season strong. 10 it has been phenomenal so far. By the way, I re-upped my HBO subscription, nice. so you're free to watch HBO now, Chuck. And, of course, Catwalk documentaries. And we keep brushing past the BoJack Why series finale. Why are we brushing finale, past BoJack Horseman? But I just want to say that the BoJack Horseman series finale was just so good. The, sh- the show was so solid all the way through, and I'm not sure why they can't. They didn't it. drag it out the way they did, like, The Office or Friends. Both shows kind of suck a lot right. towards the end. But, I mean, like, the show, it's just, it's dark, it's funny, it's witty. There's a, it's a, it's just a really fun yeah, show. it's a cartoon. So if you haven't seen it, just go watch BoJack Horseman, guys. It's available on Netflix. I'm a big fan, I gotta say. And they, they did a really good job with the series finale. Um, Westworld, they finally, the reason why I re-upped my HBO subscription was because they finally released the release date for Westworld, which is March 15th. So we're less than a month away from season three of Beware Westworld. Beware the Ides of March, everybody. Season two was... Uh, but season one was really good, and the creators and producers of the show have said they do know what they're doing. <laughs> they do know where they're going with this. So don't Perfect let, amount of nudity, though. Don't yeah. let season two the, distract uh, you. Um, Perfect. Um, good show to watch with your girlfriend. Everyone likes. And Aaron Paul's going to be in season three. Aaron, Aaron Paul, Paul. From, yeah, for Jesse from Breaking Bad. So what? we're going to be watching, if not just for that. Speaking of Breaking Bad, the prequel to Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, returning February twenty third, which that's is season uh, five or six. That's, uh, season five. 
Oh, we got to cut through. We got to go, bro. Okay. And uh, last week tonight is back. And also HBO has a new documentary called McMillions, which is about how the uh, McDonald's Monopoly game in the 90s and early 2000s was rigged. A complete scam. And uh, they have a whole FBI. If McDonald's can do it, the government can do it. Everything is a sham. Don't take anything from... I hate it. All right. You ready? The first three episodes of McMillions is on. We watched the first three episodes. It's pretty good. The world is a vampire. And it's pulling the wool over your eyes. Give us a... Uh, Today's show is brought to us in part by Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. And today's show is brought to us by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. And finally, Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Chris Helmsworth Discount Tailoring. <laughs> Chris Helmsworth Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworths? Right. We'll hammer out the competition. All right. Our first question comes from Glenn in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He wants to know, bolognese sauce comes from what city in Italy traditionally? Bolognese sauce comes from a city in Italy from... traditional. I'll give you a hint. It's right there in the name. Uh, Bolon... Bolognese. Bologna. I don't know. Bolognese. The Bologna. Bologna. That was yeah. close. Same where same place uh, Bologna comes from. Nice. Bologna. Bolognese. Bologna. Give you half credit. Uh I believe that's also copyright. <laughs> no, <we laughs> Jeopardy a, music. We got I believe a royal... that was written by Merv Griffin, if I'm I, not mistaken. It was. He okay. did it at a party. A key party. Okay, actually. that's not the next question. Second question comes from Mike in Akron, Ohio. He wants to Akron? know. Akron, <laughs> Akron, Ohio. He wants to know uh, what does IBS stand for? Irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> Irritable bowel syndrome is right. But I thought it was itchy ball syndrome. Well, we've had both in the past. All right, and our third question comes from Danny in Paia. He sent us this question. It's a sports-related question. You ready for this, Chuck? No. Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill play peewee football coaches in this 1994 comedy. The Mighty Giants. The Little Giants. The Little Giants is absolutely correct. We got and that also means it's the end of our show. The Meatloaf! Well, that's the end of the show, but that's not the end of the It's been another wild ride. Could not have done it without my co-host, my cohort, my co Something fits and phony, fits and phony. Lovely to have you back here in the studio. Always happy to be we'll here. We'll see you next week. Same biscuit time, same biscuit place. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out on Spotify. And don't forget to email us your trivia questions. Email us your trivia questions, baby. And from me to you, hello. Ha 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 ha. Boop, 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 boop.